0: WDBM East Lansing. Welcome to Impact Exposure. Exposure Exposure is 88.9 The Impact's one-hour forum discussing relevant issues affecting the MSU community. And now, tonight's Exposure.
1: And now, it's the mother of all shows on Impact 89 FM, WDBM East Lansing. Give us a call, 432-389-3. Get your voice heard on topics including upcoming movies, TV shows, DVD releases, and video games. And now introducing your hosts, Tricky Nicky
2: and Notorious Neil. East Lansing. It is
3: the mother of all shows. Best time of the week, best time of the day.
2: It's my favorite time of the year.
3: I know. It's the best time of the year, ever.
1: It's my favorite, yeah.
3: Yeah, you know how it goes. We have a great panel today. Yes. Wonderful panel. I Owen guess. is here again.
1: Hey.
3: hey and, of course, I the Aaron Strong. Hola, Hola. Como
2: esta? And we amigos. have a new friend. Adam. Actually, he's not a yeah. new friend. He's just never met Nikki before. Hola, Adam. Well, yeah, since I'm I was on my world
3: tour when you were here, correct? Yeah, Back in here July. I've been
4: a couple times, but Well, it's good to,
3: to, you know, finally meet you. Yes. Yeah. yes great guy share. here. We have a great guy here lately. We will get him away for a date like we did Owen last week. See, So we'll discuss that date later.
2: Yes, we will. Ah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, welcome week, guys. Got a little crazy and rambunctious. Did you? Uh,
2: how was that party at the odd there, Aaron? Oh, it was great.
0: Yeah, the I, impact was,
3: was there, by the way. We some, had
0: some crazy karaoke going on. Some, <laughs> definitely some, some people around campus that know how to sing, and a lot more that don't.
3: Well, Aaron, I it's have to ask what you, think? what did you sing? What did you sing? I think? said it must have
0: been love. Well, it was it was uh, <laughs> oh gosh, what did I I think I did Boulevard of Broken Dreams and did a duet oh. with somebody and Oasis' Wonderwall.
1: Mm, oh, that's, that's a good song.
0: That either one of them was my pick. It was just what the uh the the people that wanted to sing and didn't want to sing alone. Wait, so what did pick? you pick? I didn't pick either one. Both oh, someone decided, Hey, I want to do karaoke, but I don't want to do it by myself. And I'm like, Oh, what the yeah. heck? I'll do it with. you." I ya. can see
1: a quote, picking some Gloria Gaynor to belt out the party. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, yeah. did they
2: have my karaoke signature? Rye said Fred's I'm too sexy.
1: <laughs> no, but I did a very, very nice
2: acapella rendition of it by myself. Oh, wonderful! Sweet. And you're in like your bedroom in the dark
0: alone. No, at the party at the odd. Then the cops had to come and drag me away. It was really, really <laughs> but I'm sad. Sure the
3: freshman girls were loving everything. <laughs> they of them they
2: it. were screaming. That's for sure. They just ran the opposite <laughs> direction. Freshman, freshman girls, well. remember what I said on air last week. Don't go near Just Aaron Strong. Stay away Strong. from Aaron yeah, Strong. Yeah, stay away from
3: Aaron Strong. Actually, I have a funny story. I told these boys that I was a freshman in high school, and they believed me, and they loved every minute of it.
1: I was there for that. That <laughs> was hilarious. I,
3: I said my name was Mandolin. <laughs> and I went to Okamas High School. And this, and oh, really? I was visiting my big brother. You,
1: do you want a drink or <laughs> something? And right
3: away, they were ready to, well,
1: booze you up. <laughs> oh, okay, let's move.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, tonight we'll be reviewing The Brothers Grimm, which I hear was a fantastic movie, The Constant Gardener, and, of course, Owen's Date from last week.
2: And I've also. Also got a review of Tommy Boy Holy Shnikey Edition.
3: Holy Shnikey! probably. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And if you weren't tuned in last week, it's a shame because we had a really great show. And uh, if the only the only excuse you must have if you didn't tune in is if you got abducted by aliens. Which, if you did, I want to hear the story. Give us a call here four three two three eight nine three. Or if you have any other crazy Welcome Week stories or anything like that, give us a call here. Let's get, get- started with our movies, baby.
2: That would,
3: that, that would be Anna's cue to do our Anna's. movie bit.
2: Well, We, we can, can always like just, improv
3: it.
1: Hey, how about this? How about Aaron? You can just you can do the drum roll, and then I'll do the horn. All right,
0: that's movie
3: enough. news Moving and on. reviews on
0: the mother
2: of all shows. <laughs> okay. That
3: was splendid. Great
2: production by the mother of all shows. It's the greatest show with production ever. Um uh, number one movie in America this year or this week yet again was the forty year old virgin. Loved it.
0: I went to see it. I gotta say, I, I was laughing the entire it. time. It uh,
2: Laugh Riot. Yeah. That's that's how we can describe that movie. Coming <laughs> into number two we have The Brothers Grimm, which Ad and I are going to discuss in depth. <laughs> we'll let you. Dun, that dun 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 sounded
4: scary. <laughs>
3: Neil's a very scary man. You Coming in at number three
2: we have what's Craven's red eye. <laughs>
3: hey. Speaking
2: of scary. Red eye. Red Eye. Yeah.
1: It wasn't so much scary it was suspenseful. It
2: was a good Suspenseful, film. yeah, suspenseful. And coming into number four, we have uh, The Four Brothers.
3: Which it's, hopefully I will review very soon. I still want to see that. I'd love
2: to see that. It's Marky Mark. How could you go wrong with Marky
3: Mark? Well, Marky Mark, I mean, come on. And he's brothers with Andre 3000 in that movie. That's such a
1: sweet sensation. And at
2: number five, <laughs> I don't know why all of you went to go see this movie. This is a the crime cave. against humanity. Okay, if The Cave. The, the
3: Cave. The Cave. The cave. The
2: cave. The cave is basically a movie where these underground rock people, they, they go down to like scavenger these caves and like creatures come out and terrorize and no. Okay, here's the thing, work. Neil. The, the, the
0: same reason that the, the Cave is number five on the all-time movies is the same reason Hillary Duff has the number one album in the country right now. People are stupid. <laughs>
2: That's all you can say. Excluding 89FM listeners. Exactly. They are the <laughs> smartest people ever. Well,
3: art imitates life, guys. So stupid people singing, I guess there's stupid people in this world. I'd like to hear from somebody works.
1: who bought Hillary Duff's album. Get Let me know end. where you live so I can come hit you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Hillary Duff family give the us a eyes. call here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, opening this week. What do we got? We got the Transporter, the Transporter 2, 2,
2: which is of course the sequel to The Transporter.
3: <laughs> which is the special wow, edition <laughs> DVD actually came out last Tuesday, guys.
2: We've also got the a uh, sound of thunder. Do you know anything about this, Niggy?
3: The Sound of Thunder? Well, it's about a game hunter, Edward Burns. Hottie. Sorry, I had to add that. <laughs> he goes on some kind of time traveling safari. Oh yeah. I don't know, might be kind of cool. And um, he goes to hunt these dinosaurs in the prehistoric era, but he steps on some poor defenseless butterfly, kills it, and this of course unknowingly sets off a chain reaction that will erase humanity as we With know it. With
1: killer bats and big uh, claws. It's kind of like the
2: Simpsons episode where he sits on the fish <laughs> and then he goes, "I wish I would Oh, I wish I wish that I didn't sit on that fish."
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, okay. Well, it's kind of like the <laughs> butterfly
2: all about
0: factor. going back in time on hunting.
2: Yeah. This is
0: like Ted Nugent's like <laughs> biggest Sci-
1: dream. Sci-fi Ted Nugent style.
3: But why would you go back to hunt dinosaurs? I, I think in yeah. the trailer,
1: I, I watched the trailer today, and I think it's some sort of, like, virtual reality thing, some sort of thing where you, have to, you can't step off a platform, but the dude stepped off the platform and crushed a butterfly. For some reason, well, it was sitting the, on the ground.
3: Now they have to replace the butterflies, so that's what the movie's going to be about.
1: Yeah.
2: Hmm.
3: But it's based on the Ray Bradbury short story, who, of course, wrote Wait, if you Fair got a time hunt machine, just go back in time further so you don't it.
2: step on it. Also coming out tomorrow... Genius. ...is another crime against humanity, Nick Cannon's new oh, movie, Underclass. Under-class. You know, Woo! it looks semi-decent if it what? wasn't a Nick, a Nick Cannon action comedy. Well, he produced
3: it, so he gets a story credit now. Woo.
2: Oh, great. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: what I've got to say. There's a trailer where he's riding around on a quad on school property, and this is a high school.
2: Now, hey, now, if people don't no, know the can't. plot, Nick Cannon plays this new police <laughs> officer that gets chosen to go undercover at a high school to catch bad guys
1: Those was rowdy high school seniors <laughs> 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 give a the bunch fo- of wedgies the
2: football team's
0: gotten really out of hand you think high school seniors are bad neil you're even worse watch out for nick cannon he might be lurking around the corner
2: mm. <laughs> i'm scared of that nick cannon
3: along with underclassmen which we will never review on this show the baxter <laughs> but is that coming out in wide release
1: i don't believe so i'm looking forward to that movie i don't movie. know
2: what it is
1: the Baxter, it's um, you know, I'm, I Michael forgot the guy's Showalter. Name. Yeah, that's right. He's he's on Stella, that's and right. um, he
3: wrote, directed, and stars in this movie. Exactly, oh, one God.
1: of those one man band kind of movies, it's almost like Garden State. It's just like this is an all me kind of movie, and it it seems like one of those almost like a quirky romantic comedy. But if you if you've seen movies where they have a wedding, you know, and at the altar the groom bursts in and stops the wedding, it's kind of like that, but it's taken um, from the perspective of the groom. When his uh, his fiance runs into her old mm-hmm. her old flame, so it looks pretty interesting.
3: Sounds kind of like a Woody Allen movie. It,
2: it does yeah. because Stella. I like Michael Ian Black and all those guys, and <laughs> yeah, it's just which intriguing. by the way
3: he's in this movie.
2: Ooh, <laughs> go fig. For
3: those that did not know.
2: <laughs> uh, right now, Adam and everybody on this panel, we're going to talk about the Brothers Grimm.
3: Yeah, give me the goods. <laughs> this
2: is director Terry Gilliam's uh, next movie. It. It took this kid what seven years well, it, to come out because his previous movie was the great Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, the drug that the movie that made me think I was on a drug.
3: Yeah, which by the way, if you have not seen that movie, it's, <laughs> as, good,
2: it's as good as drugs.
3: <laughs> yeah, it you is. Haven't tried drugs yet? Go go, catch <laughs> that see out kids.
0: Fear
2: and Loathing in Las Vegas. An- Vegas.
0: Johnny Depp playing a drug enthused writer. We play Hunter, Hunter S. Hunter Hunter Thompson. S. Thompson yeah. yeah, I mean it's he does a good job of it.
3: We always talk about Johnny Depp on the show. Do you guys notice that? <laughs> we Every love Johnny Depp here. I just hey, you want to know something yet?
2: cool about yeah. the Brothers Grimm? Is originally <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Depp
3: make a cameo appearance? No, originally
2: no. Johnny Depp was going to play uh, Matt Damon's role in this movie.
0: You know what's funny? The first time I saw the trailer, I looked over at my roommate thinking, and I told him, why the heck is Matt Damon in this? This is a perfect role for Johnny Depp. And now...
3: Matt Damon took over that little bastard. <laughs> oh, Matt oh, on.
0: oh, Matt Damon! I think Johnny
4: Depp was busy. Like, filming so Pirates of the like, Caribbean yeah. 2 or something like that. Doing
2: the next big hit. Doing Pirates of the Caribbean but, 2 and 3.
4: Yeah. Um. Anyhow... Uh, Gil, anyways, Gilliam, he took, like, a long time to get this movie out because he was trying to get other stuff done, but it failed. He, it. Uh, yeah, he tried to do another film with Johnny Depp, the man who killed Don Quixote, but... Hmm. I have not
3: heard of that one. <laughs> no, no, no,
5: no.
4: It, it was <laughs> it, never made. It okay. never so, finished. That's why there, there was actually a docu- It sucked at life. There was a documentary about how it wasn't made, which was quite interesting. But... <laughs> the
0: movie didn't get made, but they made a movie about it failing. <laughs>
4: exactly. <laughs> it was hilarious and sad. It sucked at birth.
3: <laughs> Before... <laughs> Before it was even made. All right, but, well, guys, tell me about the brother's Let's
4: The brother's... Do you want to... I yeah, I'm a big fan of Gilliam hey, and, and Adam, why don't
2: you tell our listening audience a little plot synopsis?
4: Yes. He this movie uh is about the brothers Grimm, famous story writers, who are going around and pretty much conning people out of money by making up witches so and what Neil hunting does. them down. Yes. Okay. But then they actually run into a real witch. And so there it's very cool, it's all sorts of questions about whether or not things are really real, or if they're not real, and so for fantasy
3: freaks, this would be the perfect movie. Oh
4: yeah! And there's
2: so many uh, references to Grimm's fairy tales. Yeah, I'm not
3: and... familiar with any of those. So. Well, I'm not either, no. but you
2: know the fairy tales, yeah. like the gingerbread man and the and Cinderella.
3: Cindy, I'm a I grew up Gretel. with Polish crazy stories except vodka
0: I read the Brothers Grimm versions of all these oh. fairy tales and I was blown away at how cool they can actually be and how horrible Disney made it they made it all cutie no, no. well, and course
4: it's Cinderella did,
0: the sisters I think die in the no, but, see, but they get their heels see, and feet the thing is it's off. a
1: great bedtime story <laughs> except except Nikki didn't have that pleasure she just, she just
4: got a shot of vodka and a little twist <laughs> of
1: lemon and nighty night
4: I <laughs> happy out. second birthday but see the, the real story is the Brothers Grimm they went around and spent all this time and s- talked to old women who knew all these fairy tales and wrote down these <laughs> That the-
3: used to be a grown trend. Guys always go to older women now anyway. <laughs> yeah. but
4: no they, they talked to all these old women in Germany to find out all these old stories that they knew. And so they wrote them down and they actually became really famous because of it. Because of it. And they thought, wow.
3: Well, We could bank on this.
4: Yeah, we'll, we'll make these stories nicer so that kids will be able to read them. So that Walt
0: (laughs) Disney can steal them and make
4: them horrible. Exactly. (laughs) And so really, it was the Brothers Grimm themselves that, you know, kind of dumbed down the stories and made them them happy. Uh, But at the beginning, they knew what was going on. uh, They, they, all right, I'm still going to blame Walt.
2: (laughs) We have a caller who, during all this Walt bashing, someone called in. Brody's on the phone. Brody. I wonder if TC's there with him. Hello, you're on the mother of all shows.
3: Hey, what's up? Um, I have actually seen the movie. And what do you think?
5: Uh, well, I haven't seen it yet, but,
3: uh... Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you said I have seen the movie. <laughs> oh,
5: no, but uh, what I was gonna say is that it wasn't Walt Disney that uh, made them all, like, kid-friendly. It was some, like, French dude, like Charles Barreau or something like that. It's the
0: French! It's They're ruining
5: the everything! French. He's the one that, like, the French. made them more cutesy, and he's the one that, you know, say, at the end of, like, Little Red Riding Hood, you know, where she gets rescued at the end instead of just being Richard. eaten. <laughs> I like your ending better. It would you know, have been so I mean, much well, more that's, entertaining. That's what the original ending was. Is, you know, it's like, you know, she just ends up getting eaten, and that's the end. And that's why <laughs> you should be suspicious of hairy old people. <laughs>
3: when your grandma has a lot of extra body hair, run story, away. I guess, Brody, I like your style. So, I can... mean, the whole, the whole
5: idea was to uh, scare kids into being good, you know, and sticking around home and, you know, things like that. Instead of, you know, like... Giving them, uh, you know, scary stuff and then having a happy ending, you know, which is a uh, later development. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: yeah. There is no happy endings in life. Why should there be in our fairy tales? Come on, we're exactly. just disillusioning I children. the
3: world would be a better place because they'd realize they'd have no chance of knowing, you know, exactly. oh, everything's going to be fine. No.
0: In real life, yeah, Cinderella know, dies an old maid. Uh, there is yeah, no I, Prince Charming. See, You're not going to get rescued.
5: I'm he not like, going to get rescued. Or, or Prince Charming isn't quite as nice of a guy as he seems to be, you know, if you read, like, the original, like, Snow White and stuff like
1: that. <laughs> Charming ends oh, up yeah. horrible, with an alcohol problem <laughs> in
4: <German laughs> life. He knocks up Snow White and he gets personally, stuck with it. Personally, I like the, uh, politically correct bedtime stories, if you've ever seen these books. Oh, yeah. yeah those where, are like, great. uh, Little Red Riding Hood at the end just says that the wolf is a sexist pig or something like that. Oh, God. oh no, it's, it's, the
5: old... it's the, uh, it's Isn't the it wood wolf? chopper person who oh, comes yeah. to rescue
4: her. Yeah, because he, he comes to try and save him. And
5: yeah, like, and, and it talks about the uh, the wolf as being gender confused and whatnot. It's really great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very, <laughs> very <laughs> good <laughs> books. You know, really, I just thought I'd give you guys that little bit of uh, history and whatnot. Well, uh, thanks, yeah, man. Yeah,
3: thanks for <laughs> calling
2: in. I feel enlightened, dude. I do.
3: I, I, I really
2: think I would blame
3: all
0: right. my anger on Thanks for calling
2: in, Brody, man. Take care. See you later. <laughs> all right. Now that we've gone down this because you know in, in Brothers Grimm they kind of make these fairy tales really dark. Like that whole the they they have the scene where Little Red Riding Hood is running through the forest and there's a wolf chasing wolf chasing her and she does fall. <laughs> <laughs> Cliché. I, like, I like
3: I like bad endings. The wolf
2: just But yeah. and it's so all dark and place? I love it. Uh <laughs> What a, what a, what is great about this movie? Well,
4: I I have to say Matt Damon and Heath Ledger both did a good job, but especially Heath Ledger because his character was just silly and funny. I don't know. I really enjoyed him acting in that movie. So
3: he he had a lot of comedy. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. He And there was quite a bit of comedy in this movie, but it's mostly a adventure movie, like an adventure fantasy movie.
2: Right. It it they they have the the chick who played persephone who monica bursalulu yeah she monica played Bluch. the mirror witch she played the mirror queen neil? she did...
1: you were beyond butcher that time you, <laughs> you like ran that through the meat grinder and threw it in a blender and tossed it in the high
2: i was never taught how to speak english
3: no we're going to have to take english <laughs> lessons with you neil but go on but, so you monica bululu what i would she
2: she did really good she was in it for all of like 5 minutes but she did really good and those are the only three named actors that are really in this, besides well, Jonathan yeah. Price, mm-hmm. who plays a Nepo- the, the big enemy here is the Queen and the French, because this takes place because this takes place in uh, French-occupied Germany. So the French forces are kind of like coming down on the Brothers Grimm and Jonathan Price who plays the governor, and Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, is the lead French general. Okay. And he does always nice role. I lo- I'm beginning to really like this guy. I haven't seen a lot of his stuff. Uh, I've seen The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. <sighs> Disgust. <laughs> grim. But that's another Gilliam movie. This is basically a Gilliam movie, which means that half of America won't like it. Because the only well widely accepted movie of his that anyone likes is 12
4: Monkeys.
3: 12 Monkeys? I never saw that actually. You, I knew that was a great
4: movie, but all of I my friends would loved
0: Fear and Loathing.
4: See, and Fear and Loathing. Same here. I, yeah. I know so many people who like that. Yeah, both of those movies. Well, hello, really it's a drug than,
3: like, in the form of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> How can you not like oh. that? Of course, everybody loves that one. It's going to become a classic.
4: It already is a classic.
3: Mhm. All right, well, anything else on oh, the Brothers Graham well, guys? I,
4: just also to me mention. On a scale of
3: awesomeness, too. Well,
4: I, I'm a big fan of Gilliam. I would say this was a great movie. But uh, also to mention, the the person who wrote it was Aaron Kruger.
2: He wrote who, The Ring.
4: Yeah, he wrote the American version of The Ring. He also had another movie out this summer called The Skeleton Key. Right. Mm. I have, I haven't seen it, but we never
3: I, reviewed that here. Actually, no, we
4: did Thought it looked interesting. He. Okay. Overall, this
2: is the most commercial movie Terry Gilliam has made since like Twelve Monkeys, and that's a good thing. What's really funny about this movie is. This was supposed to be released last year. This was like filmed in 2003, and so much stuff with Dimension that Gilliam had time to go and make Tideland, which is coming out next, next year, which is a, just this indie film. I'm excited.:
3: I love indie films.
2: Indie film, but overall, my little world.: Brothers Grimm is, is above average a little bit. I give it a 7.5, What about you, Adam?: it's Pretty high.: It's Gilliam, I would say 10
3: wow oh, that's, oh. that's me
2: adam just I, opened the box and I, pinhead and all his cinebite people are gonna show up
3: i don't know see i still don't think i'm gonna see this movie i don't know what it is There's I, something about it it's not my style not my see
2: that's that's usual what usual movie that's what gilliam does is these movies he does what he wants to make and they're good to some people but they're not they're not for everyone how so much would you time? recommend
3: this to just fantasy freaks
2: college people people who like
4: Film. People who like weird movies, perhaps.
2: Yeah, people who like stuff like Twelve Monkeys and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. This is not as weird as those movies, but it's still up there in the weirdness factor.
0: Wait, one question: How much time did you say Monica Bellucci has in this movie? <laughs>
2: like Funnest. five, ten minutes. It that's worth that's
0: worth the the cost of a ticket. I'm it's gonna
1: go. <laughs> just for her, didn't you? Yes, I did. Oh, that's just sad. I think I'm going to hell for that
3: one. H <laughs> e double hockey sticks. So Adam, Don't say that word. again. Oh, Adam already there.
1: gave it a ten. My bad.
2: <laughs> you know what? We're gonna go.
3: No, I also have a movie review for you. Oh yeah, all, you have a movie review. I'm an idiot. I'm in a very somber mood today because I saw this movie and it is very, very sad. Lots of truth in it too. Um, the Constant Gardener. Have you guys heard about this movie? Oh yeah, yeah. A bit. So it came out yesterday, and there's been a lot of hype about it too. And every newspaper has been giving it rave reviews and saying it's just phenomenal. So you know, I had to go check it out. Um, a lot of political intrigue in this one. But uh, let me give you a little background here. It follows um, Rachel Weiss, is it?
1: Weiss.
3: I always butcher her name. I apologize. She's beautiful, by the way. She plays Tessa, uh, an activist who uncovers this conspiracy going on by a pharmaceutical company that tests experimental drugs to the poor natives of Africa. So these people are suffering from HIV AIDS and they're stuffing you know, experimental drugs in them to see if it's going to work or not. And she then tries to fight those companies and expose the conspiracy. But, of course, eh, she gets murdered. Mm. So she's out of the picture. But her husband, who she kept all this stuff from, discovers all this because thinks, hey, what the heck, my wife died very strangely. So uh, he's a diplomat in the movie and then begins to kind of take up the cause and tries to, you know, bring justice to what happened to his wife. And the ending is quite shocking, that's all I'm going to say. But it's one of those movies that... It moves along a little bit slowly at first, but once you get into it, you're hooked. You don't know what's going to happen next. Is, there so. like a,
1: is it like a typical boring cookie cutter ending or is there a twist or anything?
3: Um, I don't want to say there's a twist, but the ending will surprise you. Good. And it'll leave you with a lot of emotions. Is I really it, thought I was going to cry. Is it the one of those movie, endings that you're, like, cry.
2: you're thinking one way and then it goes another one? And it's not really like this huge pull your, the wool over your eyes ending. It's just an ending you didn't think of watching it.
3: Well, it's an ending that I thought was kind of coming. It's not that it was, wasn't was predictable, but it was the way that they did it.
2: was awesome.
3: was awesome, right. Kind of like the ending and, to Mystic
2: River. Well, you ever uh, seen yes, that? Yes,
3: Mystic River. Actually, I is, would see. kind of compare would, it like that. Would you compare yes. the ending to Mystic yes. River kind of like
2: the ending to this yes. movie? Oh, man, I want to
3: see You have to see this movie, guys. I really recommend it. And there's images like crying, of Africa though. that will stay in your mind because this movie's set in Africa. Mm. So everything that goes on there... There's a lot of truth in it. I mean, you'll see things that, you know, really do happen and go on there. For those
0: of you listening right now, Nikki's got a tear
1: running down her cheek.
3: I cheeks. do.
1: I'm, I'm crying. Do you need a hug, Nikki? <laughs> here, here comes the Kleenex. <laughs> it
3: out. Can we hug, it out, guys? <laughs> Getting hugs galore. Ow! All right, but no. On a scale of awesomeness, I would give it a seven. It was a little long. A little it kind long, of stretched out a bit. It's it ran a little bit over two hours. But other than that, um, other than the beginning being a little dry, once you get into it, you're hooked.
2: Nikki just brought so. up a good point that I forgot to point out about the Brothers Grimm. What's up? It's kind of long too. Mhm. It runs at about a complete two hours.
3: Well, if you have ADD, you know, you just can't stand it after I'm a while, which is <laughs> most of us here today. Correct? I'm sorry. So. I grew
2: up watching TV and I have ADD, so very true. Um. So seven a.
3: Yeah, I would give it a seven. And actually, Nicole Kidman was supposed to play the part of Rachel Weiss. Am I correct here, Weiss? And it could be. It could be I did Weiss. not if See her playing that role. Like Rachel did a, a great job at it. Her she, role was. I like her. It was perfect for her. Actually, I think she she's, did a great job. She's a cutie.
0: So. I like her better than Nicole Kidman any day. <laughs>
2: All and right. She
3: beat out Kate Winslet too.
2: Good. I don't <laughs> like Kate Winslet. I don't either. <laughs> Kate Winslet. So. All right. News, rumors, you ready?
3: Oh, I'm those. ready. Since, uh, uh, hey, are we going to have to do our, you know, Owen and Aaron over here doing our. Sure. Right.
2: We have work? no intro to the news and rumors, but we can have well, them do it We
3: can make again. one up. What the heck? This is the News mother and of reviews, reviews
1: on the mother of all shows. <laughs> Go, take it away. All, all right. right. The number one movie in America
2: is The 40-Year-Old Virgin, and it's director Judd Apato, Apato, who. Um, did uh, Undeclared, which we will discuss in moments. Undeclared in Freaks and Geeks. Very exciting. He's been um, tapped by Universal to do a uh, romantic comedy. Um, he's looking at Seth Rogen, who played one of the friends in the 40-year-old version, to star in this because he's made movies with, like... Um, your mother? My mother, yeah. Ben Stiller, mm-hmm. Will Farrell, and Jim Carrey. So he wants the Seth Rogen guy, who was pretty good in which, the 40 year old virgin. Which friend was he? He was, was, he was the, the, he was, I forget his name. Was he the, the
0: orange haired guy? The He was the, the heavy
2: set f- guy? guy with the sleeve length tats? Yeah.
0: Excellent. He was funny. <laughs> <laughs> he,
2: he, he was really good in that. Um, so he's looking for him to start in this project. Um, I don't know much about it except that this guy's doing it. It might be cool. Um,. Another
3: possibilities. Another,
2: I, I'm, we're not going to do a Crime Against Humanity segment. We're just going to throw them all out there. <laughs> um, okay. Bruce Almighty. Really good movie. Can we all agree that Bruce heard, Almighty was yeah, pretty it good? It was enjoyable. Sequel? It was very good. Jim Carrey declined to reprise his role in a sequel to Bruce Almighty. So now what they're going to do, because Steve Carell actually made a, a pretty decent movie. They're looking at doing a sequel based on his character um, building an arc in preparation for Great Flood. They are currently talking to uh, uh, Morgan Freeman to
1: Encore as God. And, (laughs) yeah. How do you get into character as God? (laughs) That's my question. George Burns did it. I guess you read the Bible a lot. The I don't. I don't know script. how you would how you
3: would seriously get into the role you, of God. Man. It's like a feeling right here. I suppose if
1: you're Morgan Freeman, you played every, every kind of here. powerful character ever. It's not that hard. You're either. Morgan it was Freeman. Only a
0: matter of time before Morgan Freeman played God. I mean,
1: he's, <laughs> yeah, he's he's played every other role.
3: Remember how Alanis Morissette played God in that one <laughs> movie? <laughs> Dogma. Dogma, yeah. Dogma, yeah. Dogma. Yeah. didn't have any lines. I never. Well, she did, and it was kind of like
0: and then somebody's head exploded. But really, how <laughs> do you choose somebody to
3: play God in a movie? I mean, you got to be pretty freaking cool if you're going to be God. But
0: Alanis Morissette is not pretty freaking no, cool. No,
3: that's why I'm saying that right there is a crime against humanity. Who is well, i <laughs> against-
0: Kevin Smith movie, and Kevin Smith m- does no wrong, therefore...
3: Well, he did in this one. I'm going to have to call him out. I'm sorry. Oh. Aaron's giving me a look of death, yeah. so I'm going to look away. Um, <laughs> Jim Carrey, on the other hand, he's actually... I don't. This is what I heard, but he's supposed to be with Ben Stiller. Yeah, he's
2: movie. in talks to do a new um, movie with Ben Stiller used called guys. "Used Guys." Yeah,
3: and they're gonna be clones. They're gonna so. be
2: clones used for erotic.
3: Ooh, I like it already.
1: The, um, <laughs> it's it's a world of all women, and like they're, they're like they're like two pleasure clones of an older model, and like they're trying to do whatever. well. What
2: actually happens is, um, there. This is a futuristic society, so all the men are like clones because all the men became extinct because they ingested an enhancement drink. That provided, provided fatal. Men out there, don't trust the emails and don't trust drinks, apparently, because you're all going to die.
3: <laughs> now, Jim Carrey and Ben Stiller, are these guys going to be like the new Hope and Crosby or what? I don't know. The, I, the that's deal? a very
2: interesting pairing. Jim Carrey, like, contorting all his body parts everywhere. <laughs> and Ben Stiller, who's kind of funny when he wants to be.
3: Actually, Ben Stiller, to me, every single movie he has, he's the same character. I he's I he's like a, yeah. Ben
2: Stiller, but it's that...
3: Everybody's guy in, just the same I really liked stuff. him in The Royal Tenenbaums. I have not seen that.
0: It was it was pretty funny. It was it was one of those not slapstick funny movies mm-hmm. but like the the dry humor stuff. Yeah. I mean it's it was Wes or uh, what's his face? Anderson, Wes Anderson is that his name? I don't know. The same guy that did um Life Aquatic
2: with Steve. Steve Anderson, I think Yeah, I
0: think something is? like that. I don't know. The guy's the guy's a great director and but Rushmore as well. But yeah, he Ben Stone in that movie I think was the best role he's ever done just because it was a little different than you know. So that's Aaron's He he of the either
2: week. plays like this um this guy that's like afraid of everything like in Meet the Parents, or he plays some wacky character like in Dodgeball.
1: There's no in between. <laughs> sure. You're either like this you're like this <laughs> And the latter was his character in Anchorman when he came out of nowhere. That was he's, hilarious. Oh, Uh
0: oh. <laughs>
3: Actually that was a great one.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> but alright, uh big news for Scream fans out there. This here.
2: Scream fans? Yeah. Are there any?
3: No, I'm sure there are. Not in here. They're not in here. I like, they should
2: I like have the ended first one. Yeah, the first uh, the one, first one, was one was and the sweet. second second one are tolerable. First one the was third great. one you just end. Come I mean, on.
3: Second and third were horrible, but apparently there's gonna be a fourth.
2: Yeah, oh I heard goodness. I've heard this before that they are just gonna make a fourth one. Wes Craven, you made a really good movie in Red Eye. Don't go back to the well again. There's a reason you only made one nightmare on Elm Street. Let someone else ruin your characters for once. The teenage kids in this next
0: screen movies should just kill themselves at the very beginning to they're just get it over with. They're not be teenage
2: kids anymore. They're going to be like 40-year-old people with yeah. kids.
3: But isn't there an I Know What You Did Last Summer again? Yeah, we something? talked about yeah. this before that so, they're going to do a third one that has nothing summer?
2: to do with the first two.
3: Right, so yeah. I don't know. They're going towards that theme again. Scaring I things. heard
2: that they're not because Nev Campbell hasn't
1: done anything in a long time. So
2: Oh, so oh, you know
3: she's going to hop on that bandwagon right away. Screen movie?
1: Well, there's new creative, grotesque ways to see teenagers die. <laughs> so, if you're, if you're full of angst in high school, we have Scream 4 and I Know What You Did Last Summer 3. I can't,
2: you know, Scream 4, I Know What You Did Last Summer 3, really, crimes against humanity, we can all agree with it. Uh, Robbie Williams, oh, who's this um, pop singer who I have no idea From who he Britain. is. From Britain. From Britain. He, he oh, is tipped to star in a remake of the classic 1970s movie, Saturday Night Fever. This is coming around because uh, Robin and Barry Gibb of the Bee Gees because one of the Bee Gees is dead will gain ownership of their back catalog this year. So they're planning on remaking Saturday Night Fever.
1: Okay, um, now who's going to who's going to play the lead the lead role? Who's going to take over for John Travolta? That's my Robbie Williams. Uh, I wasn't listening. I was, I was, <laughs> I was Robbie thi- Williams. I was thinking of eating <laughs> we hot dogs. I'm sorry.
3: Eating hot dogs, I'm <laughs> very you were random. You're
2: thinking of Saturday Night Fever. And you're thinking of
1: eating. <laughs> no, I'm just hungry. I mean, what? Come on.
3: We come all on, know what's going slack. on in Owen's mind right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm
1: thinking. I'm th- yeah. Never mind. This yeah, is going to turn gonna end gross. That there, this
2: keep already. going, you <laughs> sicko. <laughs> this is this is another instance of remakes going bad. All of them are, though.
3: That's all that's coming out of Hollywood lately, though. Come on. It's they should sad. Re- they
2: should remake and like uh, s- Brothers Grimm. Well,
3: speaking of like sequels <laughs> and stuff. um... Mission Impossible Three? How is it possible they're still casting people? Yeah,
2: who who's casting? Because I re- a while. I don't remember off the top of my head. Billy
3: cr- Crudup, 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 Cruddy? Yep.
2: Crud Billy Crudup. <laughs> almost heroes and big fish.
3: <laughs> yep. There we go. He's uh said to have taken a lead role, so mm. he's up there.
2: So they're filming yet they cast a new lead no role?
3: actually um it. Began shooting, but then they had some problematic pre-production or something or other. Who knows? I, I, they're I, in I, France, so maybe it's the French. I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> I don't know, but apparently there's we're gonna problems. get
0: some really really angry I... mail. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it's gonna be um, directing again. In ju- well, it started again that, uh, last month, but they're gonna f- release it May second. So mark your calendars. That's when it. They're will be marked. Out. So um. Yeah, that's my, my story there on Billy Krusty.
2: <laughs> you got anything else for us, Nikki? Yeah, I got... actually,
3: um, Pierce Brosnan, you know how he's done with the whole Bond? Yeah. yeah. They're still looking for a new guy to take over his shoes. I'm they're right really here.
0: <laughs> Casting directors, Aaron Strong can do a very good All Bond. All right. Casino
3: Royale, that latest one. Yeah, film. Casino they're Royale, actually, which is They're looking to... for a young character, too. He's got to be, like, 25. They've gone
2: through so many different people And they keep on going back From a late 40s guy To an early 30s guy To a 25 year old They don't know what they want Hey I'm
0: a suave dapper looking young fella (laughs) <laughs> Why can't I be Bond? Huh? I I heard somebody
4: saying. In. Can you hold your liquor? That who, made the problem. Uh, Col- I heard somebody saying they were thinking of Colin Farrell. Yeah, they were, but time, he uh, turned yeah. it down. Oh, thank
1: goodness. Uh, news besides
2: casting, because there's there's always casting. Oh, there's stuff
3: always about it. casting. Um,
2: Paul Haggins, who wrote a Million Dollar Baby and won an Oscar for it, was tapped to write the script for Casino Royale. And also, the guy who directed um, Golden Eye is being set to direct a second. Um, Bond movie, which makes me happy because, you know, Goldeneye was, like, my favorite Bond movie. Probably because of the video game tie-in, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. We
3: wonder, Neil. (laughs) You have a slight obsession. You need to go to Videos Anonymous. Video Gamers Anonymous. (laughs) Anyways, moving along.
2: All right. right. Is that it? Is that all you've got? Yeah, that's
3: all I've got. We're
2: going to end the movie section... With a huge geek note, now I've been sitting on this for a long time, and I finally decided since this is kind of a slow movie week that I'm going to unveil it. Um, There is still plans to make Star Trek 10. Uh, Currently, uh, this has been so terrible. Uh, I'm... That's a semi Star Trek. Let's take
3: a road trip and ruin their production. As a as a semi as a, <laughs> next I'm not, week Mother of All Shows will ruin be live Star for Trek. I don't think we're the Mother at, of All Shows Star could
0: do any worse to that movie than they themselves. Originally, Star
2: Trek Ten was going to be a prequel to the original series, where they're going to cast people as Kirk, who can replace William Shatner. Anybody can replace William Shatner. Anyhow, they. What, what about Stewart Scotty?
3: Could, okay. Can anyone replace Scotty? No. no. Scotty doesn't know. Um.
2: Now they they got the guy who wrote Band of Brothers, Eric Jensen. Jensen.
3: Once again, we butcher a her name here. Probably the Smith shows. or something. Um.
2: <laughs> they are working on a project called Star Trek: The Beginning, which will take place between the recently canceled Star Trek Enterprise and the original series. So yet again, they didn't learn from screwing with everything by making Enterprise. They're gonna go back and screw with things again. Neil
1: Angry! All right, clap You if see you my, don't my care. wrist turning
2: green? Because I don't have a care. Wrist. I'm, I'm,
1: this is my don't care clap. Wow. Well, yeah, I think. my <laughs> vote. <laughs> this is why I haven't talked about it,
2: because I think I'm the only one that cares. Yeah, I do too. Oh.
3: <laughs> so we're going to move on from that little segment. Star there. Trek fans,
2: fans call me. <laughs> um, we're going to actually take a break uh, right now. You're listening to the mother of all shows on Impact 89 FM.
0: You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, Primetime. where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week.
1: Listen to the Mechanical Pulse Friday nights from 10 until 2 a.m. to hear a wide variety of electronic music you won't hear anywhere else. Only on
4: Impact Primetime. Would it be
1: crazy if you packed your bags and left for a week, a month, a year? What if you left for two years? What if you were going far away to help in a village on the edge of the Gobi Desert? To spend time with people the rest of the world only reads about? To teach children and learn a thing or two about yourself? Would that be crazy? Peace Corps. Life is calling. How far will you go? To find out more, call 1-800-424-8580 or visit peacecorps.gov.
0: You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now back to exposure.
3: Uh, oh, all right. have a cough attack going on. We are back on the motorboat shows. We're back. Shows. We have a delightful segment for you. So. Are we gonna give away our Settle back and enjoy thing? this one.
1: Why don't
2: we give away our thing
3: now? But I want to talk about Tommy Boy. We
1: all want to talk about
3: Tommy Boy. Why don't we give away our thing to their listeners? Oh, quit being such a baby. Oh. Get you to you Tommy to, Boy. Do, do if you want... haven't heard, the special edition of Tommy Boy has come out just this past Tuesday. And apparently Neil has a fabulous review for us.
2: Fabulous review. So give uh us this is the, the details. Uh, this is the holy shnikes edition of Tommy Boy. This is the only special edition of this DVD that's ever come out because originally <laughs> originally it only came out in one of those bare bones DVD releases that came with like Spanish subtitles and production notes, and that's it.
3: I, see, I have this theory that special edition DVDs, all they do is just bring in the moolah. I mean, you, really? you know, are they any different? Some
2: than- sometimes they're not necessary, especially when they release like three of them within three years. But on Tommy Boy, ha they have never done a tradi- uh, a uh, edition like this before. So actually, everything you, it's normal special edition stuff: deleted scenes, gag reels, um, look behind the scenes. But you know, you've never seen this stuff before, and it's become a kind of a cult hit. So it's kind of interesting. Well, but Tommy
3: Boy is one of my favorite movies. It's awesome. It is.
2: I love and Best Buy is. I would
3: dish out some cash for a DVD like that. I, I got a bobblehead with mine. And you—is it a Chris Farley bobblehead? Uh-huh. Oh, all right. That's wow. it. I'm getting my booty to Best Buy. But the thing <laughs> is, d- DVDs—they always release all these fifth edition, fifteenth anniversary, extended this, edition. This
2: is like the first. This is the first edition of Tommy Boy like this ever.
3: I'm sure there'll be another one.
2: I'm sure that. I'm hoping they're not because this one was really good, and the only thing that's missing is like because the only commentary you get is from director Peter Sellers, Sayers, I don't remember.
1: I (laughs) I don't think it's Peter
2: Sellers. Just a just a wild stab. (laughs) He's a guy who directed uh, Fifty First Dates and what have you. He does a commentary track, and that's it. I would like to hear David Spade and um, what's his name? David Spade. Yeah. Chris, Chris Farley? hear no. Chris the Farley. Star- doing Chris Farley. <laughs> track? Excuse me, I'm not prepared. <laughs> um, actually, Paul,
3: no.
0: like to hear a Chris Farley commentary
2: track.
3: <laughs> is there on the DVD?
2: No, there is not He's a Chris dead. Farley. He's, no,
3: but do they have anything from they, old? Hello, from old they, they, material. No,
2: they have some old stuff. That... Oh, yeah,
3: he actually, they raise him from the grave through the Ouija board. Hey, hey, hey respect Chris
1: Farley, okay?
3: And they
2: gray, they, they have
1: they have stuff
2: from. He says I'm
3: disrespecting Chris Farley. Are you kidding me? He's my favorite comedian. They have
2: stuff, some promotional stuff that, that he did during Fat the making of the movie. In a little um, co-
3: I'm Let sorry, me tell you why I, like I suck me. as a salesman.
0: I've seen it a hundred
2: times. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. listen more on the DVD. It, it's a normal DVD, just because it's a good movie, and you don't really see any of this ever. I would give it like a seven and a half. I'm giving those out a lot late like recently.
1: About so a lot of seven and a half from Neil.
2: A lot of seven and a halves. Uh, quickly, before we move on to TV, uh, coming out next week, uh, we have two releases I'm really looking forward to. Coming out next week is Lost The Complete First Season and Fraggle Rock. The complete first season. Wait a minute! minute. High five. (laughs) When is that? That's this week. That's this Tuesday.
0: Oh yeah! Lost in Fraggle Rock. I know what I'm going to be doing on Tuesday. I love that.
2: (laughs) Can you feel the excitement, people? It's Fraggle Rock,
0: people. Have you ever noticed how much that in the Harlem Globetrotter song sounds a lot alike? <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed that while I started singing. I'm like, wait, am I doing Fraggle Rock or am I doing Harlem Globetrotter? Well, is
1: there a whistle in the Harlem Globetrotter song? Like the... Yeah, yeah it's but so the it's a lot like... this right now. It's a lot like... The fra- I just noticed that. This is what normal people If <laughs> <walk laughs> only
3: basketball though. could of have course. cute,
0: fuzzy little puppets, basketball would be perfect. Puppets playing basketball,
1: that's a great show. Let's do you that. You are right as it.
3: pie. You really are. <laughs> now we do really need to give away our uh, prize here. We need to talk about time. And it's Boy not first. a person.
1: It's
2: not we a done? person
3: this time. I'm sad to say. We will have another mother of all dates. So uh, tune in. Eventually, maybe the next couple weeks we'll give away Aaron. We'll see how we feel. we have got to train him a little bit. <laughs> I don't want to give ladies, Aaron away. He isn't exactly house trained. <laughs> <laughs> so, we do have a great DVD here giveaway.
2: For you. Uh, courtesy of Shout Factory from That's the producers right. of Freaks and Geeks. It's the full series of Undeclared on DVD. The Mother of All Shows would like to thank Shout Factory for their support. So the first two callers at four three two three eight nine three win the complete series of Undeclared.
3: And it looks pretty cool. I'm looking at this DVD case here, and on the back, there's quite a provocative picture of a man half-naked in Nuthuggers, the European spandex kind, ladies and gentlemen, and he has um, some boobies drawn on him.
0: He his so, got his so neck bike locked be- his neck is bike locked to a tree.
3: Oh, I didn't even notice that part. Yeah, oh, yeah. that
0: way he can't run oh, away yeah. and yeah, he he apparently was the first to pass out at a party with his shoes still on.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like you're gonna get um, a lot here with of this course, undeclared DVD.
2: Undeclared complete series win them. first two callers at four three two three eight nine three. Oh, that's we slow have a call for
3: you so you could write that down.
2: That's slow because Neil talks fast. And in third person.
3: <laughs> yes. Nikki would have to agree. So do we have a caller? Do we have a winner? All we right. have
2: one winner. We have one you winner. But no, know, we, we have two of those.
3: So if you'd like to give us a jingle here, pick up that phone of yours and jingle, dial me up. Jingle ringle. Dial yeah. me up. All right. So I'm sure everybody has heard about the devastating tragedy that happened, you know, in New Orleans obviously. And I don't know if you guys heard, but there's going to be tons of humanitarian efforts going towards that and trying to raise money. And NBC is actually spearheading a benefit concert to aid those victims over there that, uh, you know, had to face Hurricane Katrina. And it's called A Concert for Hurricane Relief, and it'll air Friday at 8 p.m. And I guess they're going to have um, a ton of New Orleans natives. Uh, I'm sure some of you haven't heard of these people, but they're actually great. Great artist from New Orleans: Winston Marsalis, Winston Marsalis, Connick, yes, He's, and Harry Connick Jr. Yeah. Ooh, along Harry with Tim Connick is,
2: Ra- is Harry Connick Jr. out of jail? What?
3: Uh, are you thinking? You're thinking about Robbie Do- Robert? Downey oh, Jr. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: I get my Harry Connick Juniors and my Robert Downey Juniors.
3: Harry Connick Jr. is a musician. All right, now, Ken Griffey Jr. Jr. is not in
1: prison. This
2: is set the record
3: straight now. All right, just so everybody gets that cleared up. All right, it's Harry Connick Jr. I apologize to
2: Harry Connick Jr. Please do not sue me.
3: Apparently, celebrities such as uh, Leonardo DiCaprio are taking time out of their schedule, which is is really great to... uh, I'm sorry. What is was he that? from New Orleans? No, he's going to he be there? there. I, I don't know. <laughs> hey, Leonardo DiCaprio, and he's trying to be everywhere ever since Titanic. I don't know what his deal is. But today's show host, Matt Lauer, will serve as the MC.
2: Why couldn't he they get? It'll so uh, be happen. Why couldn't they get that that lovable guy that does the weather? Uh, what's his name? Al, Al Roker. Al Roker. I like the Al Roker. <laughs> uh,
3: I'm not a fan. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I mean I'm it not. is
0: it, it is about a hurricane. He does weather. I mean, you think. You what would think. He'd make some sort of lame joke about it. Hey there, New Orleans. Here's what's happening in your neck of the horse. horse. <laughs> it's kind of bad right now.
1: It's a wee bit oh, moist man. in your backyard. Back to you. ML is the MC.
3: And cut there and that scene. There are other benefits, know. of course, being organized as well. BET is doing um, a really cool concert series as well with Russell Simmons and Jay-Z. And of course, Billboard, according to Billboard, uh, the Dave Matthews Band is doing their Mm -hmm. own thing. Wow. So that'll be pretty cool. They're they're still making up
2: for that incident in Chicago.
3: Well, of course. Neil, they got your letter. So, you know. Since you stalked What are you referring to?
2: A dumping incident, but let's continue because I guess
3: we won't we won't get into the details of that one. <laughs> yes. Uh did you guys see Jimmy Kimmel a couple nights ago? No. I ha- I have a funny story. Tell um us. Vivica A. Fox and Uh-oh. him had a little tiff. Uh Uh-oh. she told him that he's gonna get his Ass kicked on air because of the fact that he made fun of one of her very close pals. I mean, come on, we all love this woman, um, <laughs> Star Jones.
2: <laughs> Who hasn't made okay, fun yeah, of Star yeah, Jones? Yeah.
3: I mean, you're on, on. Make fun you're of Star on a comedy now. show. You're with Jimmy Kimmel, who's one of the coolest guys out there on late night late night talk TV, and he's just joking around with you, and she goes and pulls a you know. I'm going to bust a cap-in-your-ass deal. Don't
1: you mess with Star
3: Jones? Yeah,
2: if he, you mess with Star Jones, you're going to get it back. Vivica A. Fox is a real
0: hardcore thug, let me tell you. And She's she got some she props on the street. She
3: dated 50 Cent, who, of course, we all know probably got shot, what, eight times? <laughs> she likes to talk about that. <laughs> Didn't you see shot. Kill,
2: Bell volume one?
3: And, yeah, Kill could Bill Volume 1? Vivica can do it. Vivica could kick some ass behind. Wait, that was... Uh... Yeah, well,
0: Quentin Tarantino is not telling her what to do this time. I think she'd probably <laughs> run away screaming.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'd run away screaming from to Star Jones,
1: nail. too. I don't know. I'm, I'm afraid of Star Jones myself. <laughs> if I were Kimmel, I'd run and hide. She might eat someone or something.
3: <laughs> Come here, like little Jimmy boy.
1: <laughs> She's a little rapper who always guest hosts.
3: Well, I guess Fox served as a bridesmaid in, in her wedding, so they're really chummy. And after, uh, after Kimmel was joking around with her, you know, it was just one of those awkward moments. So Kibble said something like, well, this will go down in great comedy history as the most awkward moment of my life. He's trying to, like, crack jokes <laughs> yeah. in her, and she just sat there stone-faced, giving him this look like, dude, don't push it.
2: Lighten not, Vivica. Is
0: Vivica then threatening the entire rest of humanity because no one takes Star Jones seriously? Because, <laughs> honestly, it's not fair to Jimmy just because he is the mouthpiece for the
1: rest of the human race. Well, Payless <laughs> Shoes is angry because that's their spokeswoman, you know? <laughs>
0: What are Payless shoes gonna do? Throw a cheap Throw shoes at her.
1: They have very, they're very, very durable shoes now that
0: they're a <laughs> Well, Yeah.
1: They Have to be.
3: Oh man. So oh. that's my little Jimmy Kimmel story there for you. your your entire All right. Pleasure. I have two
2: I have two T V
3: notes. What are they? Tell Fortunately, me they're
2: uh, John Lake Lazamo. We all know him. Funny guy.
3: Yeah, the he's pest. going
2: to um he's gonna do a guest shot on ER next season, where he's going to run I actually the ER. I can't see
3: him on that. that, that it's that'll be interesting. It's really
2: weird, because all I think of him is doing the clown in the movie Spawn. What about Mercurio? Mm-hmm. And Mercurio, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mercurio's on both your houses! And it's beginning to trend. Uh, Charlie Steron also, uh, this week, <laughs> announced that she was doing a five-episode guest on Arrested Development. All these Hollywood types are coming back on TV.
3: Hey, it's the way to be.
2: It, it, I think it's a little bit of the TV networks boosting ratings by getting Charlie Theron. Aaron, are you going to watch Fox Now cuz Charlie Theron's
3: on it?
1: Yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you didn't think think about that. Too.
1: Also, there's <laughs> Jason Lee and my name is Earl coming up. It looks yeah, pretty that,
2: I I, really I can't that. wait for it. And also Brian Cox who I know because I love Brian Cox. He was in Red Eye, X-Men 2, X-Men United, The Ring, Troy He's been in a lot of things. He's coming to Deadwood. He's getting
3: around in Hollywood. He's, Has he done he, a
2: good movie? Who did Brian Cox play
1: in Red Eye? <laughs> the Father. Oh, he played the Father. Yeah. Ah, okay. That's yeah. that guy. Has he made a good
2: movie? <laughs> X-Men 2, X-Men United, I Red Eye, in The Ring. Okay,
1: I just wanted to see what sort of reaction angry. I can get out of Neil. You no, know we don't like to get him. He's Neil. turning green and growing. We have to play, play cool here. <laughs> Neil, smash! <laughs> yeah.
3: So what do you do when ratings go down besides get Charlize Theron? On your show,
0: you don't need to do more anything. reality yeah, shows.
3: You spend a bazillion dollars on a new show on HBO called Rome. Have you guys heard about it? Oh yeah, yeah, Rome. Um, apparently, this means you know, emperors, togas, cheating wives, the days of our lives type deal, and guys with bad haircuts, right? So is
0: it like Desperate Housewives back in Roman times? Yeah, pretty much. What it's gonna precisely,
3: be like? but actually, oh, um, this is historically accurate. All the stuff on there. So I think if you're a big history buff. It'd be I'm cool not. to tune into that, but HBO is never affra- afraid to get you know down and dirty. Sex in the City, Curber Enthusiasm, Six Feet Under, like all those crazy shows that they had. But um, this show will have a lot of history, beautiful cin- cinematography, and obviously the soap opera mixed with lots of violence and sex. If yes. I remember, we all love the two main sex.
0: the two main ingredients for a good TV show: violence and sex.
2: At oh. the same
0: time, if I'm like remembering it.
2: correctly <laughs> from my Rome little thing, uh, Rome is going to is this Maxi series it's like 12, ep- 12 or thirteen episodes like from the earth to the moon mm-hmm. was um, and it's being told from the perspective of two normal Roman soldiers during the rise of the Roman Empire mm-hmm. so it's gonna be like these two normal Joes that run into Julius Caesar and Mark Anthony and like everyone <laughs> famous. <laughs>
4: So is it kind of like Forrest Gump like that?
2: (laughs) I hope that one of those soldiers do not tell Julius Caesar that they have to pee. Run, Antiquitous!
1: Run! (laughs) There's an awesome period Roman soundtrack, too, you can look forward to. (laughs) With, like, the liars. (laughs) And and Bubba gets thrown to the lions. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Brutus. (laughs) Hi, Bubba.
3: Well, no, but the thing is with period pieces, they're often overly criticized. You know, I mean, think like Gladiator, or not Gladiator, Troy and Alexander. You know, those were shot to hell right away. Well, they were bad but, movies. Well, yeah, but this one actually I think will make the historians proud because there was a lot of considerable reshooting. They're trying to stick to all the details of historical accuracy. And so, I, I don't know, I heard there's a lot of nudity too. So if you I'm like the there. nude, like I'm it's sure HBO. You guys do. HBO, come on. I caught a little bit of it on Sunday night because it premiered last Sunday at 9 p.m. And since it's on HBO, I'm sure it'll be on again tomorrow three times, and then <laughs> five times, so you'll catch it. But uh, there's this one part where this, this chick's just hanging there with her boobs out, walking around, roam, like it ain't no thing. So
2: It ain't no thing, but a
3: chicken I'm wing. so
0: disappointed I don't have HBO at my apartment.
3: Hey, you know what? Come over to my place. We can catch it over some popcorn, all right? Um, but wear your toga, it'll be a toga party <laughs> uh, One character, Caesar's niece Atia, which I think is The chick with the boobs that I caught on HBO on Sunday um, She will do anything to succeed And sleeps with horse merchants To get you know Uncle Caesar a stallion She sleeps with Mark Anthony to climb the Rome ladder So obviously Sex sells and this is going to be one of those things So a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do yeah, right? A
2: girl does have to do what a
3: girl's got to do She's Miss Promiscuity of 52 B.C. But it's being filmed in the same spots as Cleopatra and Gangs of New York. So, just a little FYI there.
2: Gangs of New York.
3: That's right. Remember that movie? Gangs of New York. With our good friend Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh,
2: He's not my good friend. (laughs) My favorite movie (laughs) of Leonardo DiCaprio is... um, What's eating Gilbert? Great, because I finally think that he's playing a part that's down on his level. <laughs> oh, oh, I went there.
3: That was, oh, no, man. Actually, that movie was It was great, a really good
2: movie, and it was because of Johnny Depp.
0: My favorite Leonardo DiCaprio moment? Oh, yeah. Titanic? When he, he dies. <laughs> he ends up being, which for some reason doesn't make sense, because he freezes to death, therefore he should float, but no, he sinks. I'm going to forgive them for that mistake. That's because I just Rose loved, pushed w- him in. I just love watching him I just sink into the depths. Oh, that made me laugh, and it made me laugh me just want to clap and i well, did, my favorite Leonardo
3: DiCaprio moment was when he got hit in the head with a bottle this was real life did you guys <laughs> <laughs> He was rushed to the emergency yeah, room a couple of weeks ago oh was that you yeah, okay. that me. yeah you're wanted high by the way five aaron,
2: aaron. i'm giving Aaron a high five i'm giving him again i think the nypd
3: is looking for you actually they're yeah well to the i'm time. in
0: another state
3: they can't come well yeah. can't. i mean
2: it's this is radio so of course he's using an assumed name i mean your n- real name's not aaron strong right no,
0: of course not, no. Okay. Why would I do that? Admit to a know. crime and use my own name? No.
3: <laughs> Aaron Strong, Aaron Strong, Aaron okay. Strong, Aaron <laughs> Strong. All right, do you got anything else for TV, guys?
2: I am done with TV. I just
3: got whacked in the head by a pen. I' Objects right. are flying in the studio. Someone
2: will lose an eye and that someone will be me.
3: <laughs> Good thing we don't have glass bottles here. Hey, put your pen down. My God, I'm getting beat right. on. What's
2: next for us, Nikki? I know you got a bunch of stuff to talk about.
3: Okay, worth mentioning. Worth nice. mentioning. First and foremost, Michigan State opens its football season this Saturday. Kent State at noon. And if you haven't heard, at, um, the tailgating for, uh, what do you call it? I'm so brain dead today. I'm dead for welcome week. But um, by the tennis courts, they're actually going to have a DJ and do all sorts of crazy stuff. Gonna and like... There's going to be drinking games. They're actually going to have drinking games.
0: It's school-sponsored really? drinking games. Ten, that yeah. makes me think that we're going to be having, like, Orange Julius or
2: something. <laughs> <we'll be> drinking <laughs> <instead of> <laughs> quick, <laughs> slam
0: this Orange Julius!
3: <laughs> well, either way, I'm excited. Drinking games at the tennis courts? Is,
0: I, I've heard, actually, some things about this where they're they're going to be throwing some weird... Uh, uh, weird games like you would see at, you know, a carnival, they're going to be having games like that, which right. to me, like a it's going to be really, you're either going to really need to sell this really, really well, or be having a r- lot of really strong alcohol <laughs> to get the college students to be like, hey, yeah, let's do this. This looks like middle school fun. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, okay. Aaron. I'm gonna throw a pen at you just because I can. (laughs) All right, um, so we're gonna celebrate the end of the summer soon, guys, which is really sad. And Labor Day's coming up, right? Mm -hmm. And I have this great event that everybody needs to go to that I read about. Is it the next Star Trek? We're We're ready,
1: hit us with
2: it. It's
3: not Star Trek. Is it the next Star Trek convention? No, it's Llama Fest. Llama Fest? Michigan has a llama fest every year. Is
2: Tina the llama gonna be there? And is she gonna finally eat her dinner?
3: Dude. I don't know what you're talking about, but sure, she will be what? there. Tina, you fat lard, come eat your ham. There we go. <laughs> She's the only famous llama
1: in the world, Nikki. Okay,
3: yes, the famous llama will be there, of course. I'm sorry. I'm Nina. telling you, I'm brain dead from Welcome Week today. But um, they celebrate this annual event, and there's going to be over 300 llamas here. We have
0: llamas in Michigan since
3: when did that happen? <laughs> there's llamas
2: right on Hagedorn. Oh, yeah, that's right. I took the llama into the studio this week. Didn't you see him outside? Yeah,
3: actually, that's the new thing. I thought that was his sister, but anyway. Whoa.
1: (laughs) Whoa.
2: Since gas prices are
3: rising, I guess Neil's riding his sister to class. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let me give you uh, all the details you need to know on this event, because I know you totally want to go. It's 6.30 p.m., Friday. Neil will be riding his llama into, into it. Um, and it's going to be at MSU's Livestock Pavilion. Now this is at Mount Hope Road. Are you writing this down? Yeah. I yes. hope you
0: are. Yeah, we are.
3: <laughs> so that's my llama fest and I had to share it with everybody because I think it's absolutely hysterical. Good llama story or good llama
0: movie? Emperor's New Groove. Just wanted to throw it out there because I love that movie. I'm
3: throwing it out there. If that's a like llama it, movie? Yeah, David Spade Just, take into a if llama. If not, throw it back. Hey, I have a funny uh random mention for this week uh in new york city i read this the other day they have started this fun after school work activity and it's called street wars and after a long day you can indulge in killing people on the streets of new york but with a neon super soaker
2: Mm. like literally the people in new york like i'm walking by this school and all of a sudden i get hit with a neon super soaker. hey
3: it's Up and coming, man. I mean, next time you go to New York, you might get struck in the face. New
0: York is hardcore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. it might sound harmless, but they fill those super soakers with New York City water.
0: Oh. (laughs) That will kill you.
3: So in about a week, you will die. A very (laughs) grotesque death. But it's a a three-week water gun tournament, and it was dreamed up by some securities lawyer who I'm sure was bored at work one day and thought, hey, I'm going to start street wars with super soakers. (laughs) But there's a small entrance fee. Of course, that's the catch. But uh, you get a target I mean wouldn't it be hilarious if your target Was like Martha Stewart Like go out there and super soak Martha My Stewart My target
2: will be Donald Trump's um, hairpiece
3: well, once you get your target, you just douse some. So the last one standing gets some fabulous cash prize. Oh, so not it's not bad. random people. Cash.
0: Everybody buys in and you go after someone that's bought in.
3: Yeah, but you still do it on the streets. I mean, you have yeah, to find like, Yeah, but still,
0: I want to just soak to some random it's person random that's person. walking <laughs> out of a deli. What
1: are you doing, like, man?
0: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, how do you like your, you know, ham
2: on rye? <laughs> <laughs> Take that. With New York City water, which will make the ham a little bit spicier.
3: Yeah, but can you imagine this in Detroit? People would be like, "Yeah, freezing you'd somebody, they'd turn guns. around and pop you in the head I with a real gun, man." <laughs> you would die. But it would make Detroit a better place, I think. Why not have a street <laughs> war? And speaking of Detroit, um, the results are in. Detroit was named dun da dun the most liberal city.
1: <laughs> you know also what? Liberal also city? What? Like Michigan?
3: Yeah, <laughs> no, Detroit, the oh. city.
1: Oh, oh, in Michigan.
3: New no, Detroit, I think. In Michigan. What do you think? I'm
1: no, I said about? the most Detroit liberal in city country. in Michigan, in, in the, the country, in
3: the country. Oh, in the country. Yeah, in the country. It was also what? named the, one not. of the
0: like poorest or yeah. It was like also that. yep.
3: The one <laughs> which I'm is most why popular. we're liberal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So why not start these street wars? Maybe things would be better. But um, besides, it's, aren't we the fattest city too? We,
0: we were at one too? point. Hey, hey, like, hey! Welcome like, to Detroit.
1: Houston got us, I think.
3: Well, this is according to some Cali researchers, and apparently, uh. We don't beat these guys out because um, ProVi Utah is actually at the opposite end of the survey. They are the most conservative. So what do we conclude from this? I don't really know. Don't live but. there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that means Michael Moore will be around for that film festival again, right? <laughs> All right. For... Now, I have a great thing to cover tonight. Second City. Ah, uh, yes. We don't have much time, but we need to cover this as quickly as possible. You in the, have in like 10 minute.
1: seconds. All right. Second City opened in Novi. We went to the show. It was awesome.
3: All right, that's all we have to say. But we'll continue it next week. Peace, yep. hair Peace out! Love You're ya. listening and to Owens the Owen's date too next week. Oh, Owen's date next week. i so the mother of so all. You will show. be on the spot. See ya. Go. Thanks
0: for listening to this evening's exposure. Only on 88.9 The Impact.